it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by the Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, magic, and miracles within. If you're a spiritual professional and have been building your skills and knowledge for years and feel ready to share this wisdom with the world, then the Afterlight Institute wants to work with you. If you want to create your very own online course without having to worry and stress about the technology and the marketing, then you are strongly urged to apply. All the details can be found at theafterlightinstitute.com. So today on the show, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different, which means I'm going to be doing the entire episode alone. That's right. I have decided that, you know what, I love sharing with you my thoughts and my ideas and my learnings. And what better way to do this than to spend some time with you on the podcast, sharing these ideas with you. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about the subject of love. And I've titled this subject, What's Love Got to Do With It? Because automatically, I'm sure you did it, you go to Tina Turner's song. So it puts you in this sort of frame of feeling good. What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it? Yeah, I know you felt it too. And it's a theme that I really notice a lot of people are struggling with, especially lately. And I wanted to share a little bit about my own journey with that as well as, uh, you know, maybe bringing up some subjects and some examples that you may relate to at home. So before we get to that, why don't we take a breath and just come to the moment here. So wherever you are, if you're driving or operating heavy machinery, please do not do this, but you can follow along. Just keep your eyes open. All right. So I want you to feel your feet on the ground, put your palms in your lap, close your eyes, just take a couple of big cleansing breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Let's do this together now. In through your nose and out through your mouth. And in through your nose and out through your mouth. And one more time in through your nose and out through your mouth. Okay, so one of the reasons why I like to start my episodes or if I'm doing a mentoring session with someone with a breath like that is because I think that we spend a lot of time thinking about what was, what could have been, or what will be, and we forget to come back to the moment, which is where our present moment of power remains, which is here in the now. So when we can take our cleansing breath, we can center ourselves and we can truly be where we are. So that's the motivation for that. All right. So on the show today, as I said, I'm going to be talking about what has love got to do with it. And I'm going to be ending the episode with some actions you can take to further connect with your heart And I'm also going to share with you a beautiful oracle card that I pulled from the Angel Guide Oracle Guide from uh, Kyle Gray. So that's all coming up on the show. So let's get into it. All right. So number one, the reason why I decided to talk about connecting with your heart is because I believe that when you connect with your heart, you're connecting with your soul, you're connecting with your higher self. And I think that we struggle a lot in life with self-doubt, with self-love, with taking time for self-care, and with honoring who we truly want to be and stepping into our power. And one of the things that I realize is that we are often occupying our minds with feelings of regret or guilt or shame or worry. And these emotions and feelings and thoughts have a negative effect on us and they do that because I believe that they keep us small they keep us powerless very often they can even keep us still in one spot afraid of making any kind of movement moving at all 
And I know that, you know, recently a lot of people have been struggling with their body image very often with potentially with weight gain, especially through COVID. You know, you've heard of the COVID kilos reference, I'm sure. But I think the one thing that people struggle with as well is getting older and is honoring where they are now as opposed to where they used to be. And for me, I'm 38 and I have spent a lot of years, I guess you could say, hating my body and struggling with self-love. And it wasn't until, you know, sort of the last probably 10 years that I really stopped obsessing with how I looked in relation to my body weight and that I started to really show up and honor who I am and, and where I am in, in terms of that. And so I guess I just wanted to speak to this subject because I feel that a lot of people are struggling with honoring where they are when where they want to be is where they were. I was at a event a little while ago and there was a woman there and she kept referencing throughout the night multiple times about when she used to be skinny. And I thought to myself, this is interesting that you want to keep bringing this up in front of, you know, the people here that you want to continue to remind people that there was a time when maybe you weren't in the shape that you're in now. And all I could think about was that shining a spotlight on who we used to be in a way is avoiding and it's causing turmoil and resistance with who we currently are. And when we resist who we are and where we are, I believe that we start to have a discourse. We believe, I believe that we start to have some, some friction or that we're sort of not in flow anymore because we're, we're arguing in a way with what is. So I think it's important for you to get real with yourself and to see whether or not this is true for you. And it might not be. It might be true for someone that you know, however. And so I guess I want to share with you, you know, my own journey a little bit. So what I will say is that as a teenager, I struggled a lot with body image and I struggled a lot with loving the shape that I was in and accepting where I was, right? So I spent a lot of time sort of working on replacing negative thoughts with positive thoughts that were supporting who I was as opposed to kind of, I guess, perpetuating this negative mindset that I had. So I started creating what I call now anchor affirmations. So anchor affirmations were like these affirmations that I would tell myself on a regular basis about who I knew myself to be, but also something that I really wanted to continue to grow into. So over the years, I have always had anchor affirmations. And most recently, when I'm exercising, I'll bring in anchor affirmations. Or even if I'm walking around my house, I'll bring in anchor affirmations. And recently, they have been along the lines of, I am light and I am peace. And I had a dream a little while ago, and there were a couple of girls in it, and they were talking about self-love. And basically, they didn't have self-love. They were putting themselves down and these sort of things. And so in my dream, I remember thinking to myself, whoa, you know, we need to work on self-love. And when I got out of that dream, I used it as an opportunity for me to go, wait a minute, although I'm doing these anchor affirmations of light and I'm peace and I'm wired for success and things like this, I hadn't been feeding myself, I guess you could say, those positive thoughts as much in terms of self-love and self-care. So what I decided to do, and I've been doing this now for a couple of weeks, and it's really working, okay, is anytime I notice I'm going about my day and I have a negative thought or I have a situation that's maybe challenging, 
I'm just throwing myself, I love you, Lauren. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm just saying that to myself over and over and over again. And I'm of the mindset that as we feed ourselves these positive anchor affirmations and these positive messages, that eventually we do become who we are. So I'm very comfortable now in my body and, you know, where I'm at. And it's taken a lot of time, as I said, to sort of get to a place where I could say that. However, on the other side of things, I do find myself sometimes going, whoa, I'm getting older, like I'm almost 40, you know, and yet I still feel the same as I did when I was in my 20s. So that to me is sometimes confusing. But instead of allowing those thoughts to perpetuate and for me to focus on maybe wrinkles that are showing up on my face that weren't there before, I'm spending time instead sending myself those messages that are positive and helpful and supportive. Now, I think that, I guess what I'm trying to get across to you is that you're doing the best you can and where you are right now is perfect, all right? If you were able to be somewhere else, you would already be there. We're all operating at the level of consciousness that we're currently at, right? So I really want to encourage you to start to honor where you are and not worry about who you were or where you were or even where you're going. We need to love ourselves into change. We will not be able to connect with our body and our mind and our soul and our hearts if we don't accept where we are now and honor where we are now. If we spend so much time thinking about how we used to be in the past or, or how things were or, or how we're going to change in the future, then we're basically avoiding where we currently are and where we currently are coming back to the present moment, as I said off the top here, where we currently are is where we are. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's insane to do anything other than accept where we are. This episode has been brought to you by the Afterlight Institute. Ignite the light, magic, and miracles within. So I want to share with you some actions that you can take to further connect with your heart, okay? And to further connect with your self-love and yourself. So number one, come up with an affirmation that feels good to you, that is supportive of who you want to be. Now, I've shared that I say, I love you, Lauren, or I love you, or I love myself, or something along those lines. Pretty much, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, over and over and over again. There was a time in my life when I never would have been able to offer that to myself, where I would have just said, I can't even say those words. So at that time, I said, I like myself. I'm a good person. I like myself. And so over time, I was able to grow into, I love myself. So get clear where you are. Come up with an affirmation that you can use that supports who you are. And invite that into your life as often as possible. You can do that by setting an alarm on your phone to remind you to do your affirmation. You can do that by getting in the habit of maybe every time you open a door, you walk through a door or something like that, you say your affirmation. Anytime you're cooking and you're chopping up your vegetables, you're saying that affirmation. Anytime you look in the mirror, you're saying that affirmation. Now, another tip that you can do is start to take care, if you're not already... <laughs> Take care of your appearance. Remove anything in your house that does not make you feel good, that reminds you of who you used to be or what you used to look like. Take care of your appearance. Take pride in your appearance. You know, when we spend our time, let's say if you're working from home in sweatpants and you don't do your hair and you don't have a shower in the morning and things like that, then what that does is it already sort of puts us at a disadvantage because it puts us in a state of almost complacency of sort of laziness in a way, for lack of a better word. 
Whereas if you get up and you have a shower and you wash your hair or, you know, whatever your routine is and you put on something that you love to wear and you feel good, that is going to have a really big effect on how you feel in your body and how you start connecting with your heart and taking care of yourself. So in, you know, this is sort of in the same theme of what I've been talking about here. Decluttering is essential. Decluttering is key. If you've got clothes and mementos and memories of things that you used to have in your life or that you have around you that remind you of who you used to be, if they do not make you feel good, get rid of them. Seriously. You can do a bit of a trail separation if you want. Put them in a box, put them in the shed, and then have a look at them, you know, in six months or something like that. But having these reminders that make you feel bad, that keep you small, those are not going to be helpful to you and they're not going to be the gateway for you to connect with your heart and your soul. Okay, so get rid of them. You do not need them. Get in the habit of every time you look in the mirror, say something nice to yourself. If you look at yourself and you start focusing on the wrinkles or you know, maybe an imperfection here or there, then what you're doing is you're shining the light on that. You're magnifying that particular issue. Instead, I'd like you to look in the mirror and focus on something that you love about yourself. What's something now that you can connect to that you love about yourself? Is it your eyes? Your hair? What about your beautiful smile? What about your teeth? Is it even not something on your face at the moment? Maybe you have beautiful hands. Maybe your body is flexible and it's helping you to walk around in a way that you don't suffer from pain and therefore your body itself feels good. So think about what makes you feel good and anytime you're looking in the mirror, just think about that. And let me tell you, as you start to shine a light on the things that you feel good about, everything will slowly start to change for you. The things that you stop obsessing about will eventually just go away or they definitely will subside. Do a gratitude list. There is seriously nothing that is more powerful than focusing on all the things that you are so thankful for. One of the things that I do, and I've shared this before, is anytime something great is happening to me, which is all the time, but you know, substantially, let's say something really cool happens, I'll go, thank you, thank you more, please. What this does is it tells the universe, I want more of this. And it puts me in the frame of mind of appreciation and receptivity. Now here's an interesting suggestion for you. If you're somebody who's struggling with your body image, potentially your body weight, all right? One thing that I used to do in the early 2000s, and I learned this from the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, is I actually drew hearts underneath my clothes, on my skin, on parts of my body that I was struggling with. So for me, it was probably around my, it was mostly for sure on my tummy, but I think I also put them on my legs and things like that. So I did that to such a degree that I actually ended up getting a bunch of heart tattoos on myself because I wanted to remind myself that I loved myself and I wanted to interject that vibe on me. So that's something you could do. If struggling with your body is something, then grab a pen and draw a heart on there and send yourself some love instead of hate. Watch a funny movie. A good laugh really can improve your mood and it can benefit your physical health, okay? Because when you're laughing and you feel positive, then you're not sort of living in this, I guess we could say more of a shadow sort of side of yourself, that you're actually allowing the light to emerge within you. When you allow that beautiful laughter and that light to come within you, it's affecting your cells and it's affecting your spirit all the way inside and that radiates out and finally I'd like to encourage you to smile more often if you are working on your self-love if you're wanting to build your connection with yourself and with your spirit smiling is an automatic way of making yourself feel better just do it now see when you smile you just automatically feel happier it's amazing 
Now I have a face that tends to sometimes rest in a non-smile. So I'll just leave it at that. But I will say that I have an alarm in my phone that reminds me to smile. And that is very helpful. So if you're somebody who maybe rests in a face that is not a smile, you might want to put some prompts around you that remind you to smile consciously. Now, recently I was doing uh, an oracle card and I do an oracle card every day. It's a little bit part of my ritual. And I chose the angel guide oracle from Kyle Gray. And I chose the card of self-acceptance. Well, I pulled the card of self-acceptance. And when I read it, I just felt so supported and encouraged and loved when I read it that I've actually had this card sitting on my desk in anticipation of recording this episode because I wanted to share it with you. So let me read it now. Self-acceptance. You are making incredible efforts to heal and release habits and thoughts that once held you back. Take a moment to look at yourself through the loving eyes of Mother, Father, God, and appreciate how far you've come, all the adversity you faced, and the person you are today. Angels are wrapping their wings around you and encouraging you to see what they see. And they see you as perfect, just the way you are. If your confidence has dropped recently, or if you've not been as positive as you'd like to have been, change that now by giving yourself credit where credit is due. Maybe you've discovered that negative talk and thoughts aren't working for you. This is the time to try loving yourself instead. To get started, try speaking to yourself more respectfully and giving yourself some leeway and some time to change. When this card appears, know that your self-esteem and confidence have taken some knocks over the years and you have had thoughts that are no longer serving you. But your angels want nothing more than for you to be happy and at peace and they are drawing close to you now to help restore your confidence in yourself. You have the ability to live a life that you love, but to experience that fully, you have to recognize that you are worthy of it. So take some time today to realize that heaven loves you unconditionally and then take small steps to loving yourself the same way. The outer world you experience is a mirror of the conversations you have on the inside with yourself. So align them with love. Now, if you've listened to the episode up to now, then potentially what I'm talking about is connecting with you. So if this is the case, then I'd like to invite you to join my course. It's called Activating Your Inner Genie, and it's available now at the afterlightinstitute.com. So in this course, I'm actually going to help you to connect to yourself so you can step into the shoes of your future self. So you can step into the shoes of love, And so you can create and manifest the life that you've always wanted. So what we're going to do in this course is we're going to build a strong foundation. I'm going to teach you how to activate a supportive mindset. Definitely going to be talking about affirmations in that module. I can tell you this right now. I'm going to show you how to transform into your future self so you can become the person you've always wanted to be. I'm going to show you how to awaken to what you truly want. And to feel empowered to be able to accept that as it comes to you. I'm going to teach you how to spot the signs and the symbols from your spirit guides and your spirit team that are there encouraging you and supporting you and cheering you on along the way. And I'm going to teach you as well how to attract abundance ongoing. So if you are interested in this, all the details can be found at theafterlightinstitute.com, but I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Now, just before I wrap up here, I'd love to leave you with a quote that you've probably heard before. It's by Marianne Williamson. This one speaks to me because I think that when you are a soul and you are self-aware in the sense that you know that you came here to do something, you may not know what that is, but you know that there's something within you that you want to share with the world. That very often we can use things like weight or self-hate or sort of avoiding self-care to avoid our power and to play small. And this quote is probably one you've heard many times, but it's definitely worth bringing back. So here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. 
Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? And actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine. That quote goes on a little bit more, but I wanted to end it there because I wanted to, I guess, emphasize that you are meant to shine and that you are worthy of living a beautiful life. And you're here for a reason. If you're allowing yourself to get caught up in things that don't matter, like what you look like, for example, then you're stealing away from the world the ability to see your heart and the light within you and the wisdom within you. And when you can take the time and the effort to nurture yourself, to give yourself a hug even, to decide that you don't want to play small anymore. And let me say this, that doesn't mean that you need to get out on a stage and like, you know, dance around or anything. Being powerful and stepping into your power can be just as easy as speaking up for yourself or joining an art class or going to the pool. Did you know that I didn't go swimming for, I think it was around five to seven years because I didn't like my body and one of my favorite things to do in life is swim, right? So that's an example right there of playing small. So I just want to emphasize to you that if you are not loving where you are now, that you don't need to stay there. That there are roads for you to find your way out. And if you take away anything from this episode, just take away this one thing. You are worthy of living an incredible life. But it starts with you. You need to decide that you want it. You need to decide that you will put the effort in. You need to decide that the way things have been is not the way you want things to continue to go. And if you just make an effort to smile every day a little bit more than you have, that is going to start you on the path to freedom. And when I say freedom, I mean freedom to be who you are and to shine your beautiful bright light out into the world for all to see. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I would love to hear your thoughts, your comments. I'd love for you to join that course. Uh, you actually have access to me in the Facebook group. So I'm going to be there cheering you along as you make these discoveries for yourself. So I would really love, you know, for you to, to join me there. But if you don't want to right now, that's cool. It'll be available ongoing. Send me a DM though. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know your thoughts. You know, I'd love to do some more solo episodes as well. So if you have a subject that you want me to speak on, if I feel like I can talk on it, I will. And maybe it'll give you a new perspective. So thank you as always for sharing your time with me. I appreciate it more than you know. And uh, if you love the podcast, please do share it with a friend or two so we can continue to spread the word. Thank you. See you next week. Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.